Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, we got the amazing uh, Milwaukee hip hop duo. Uh, they are performing at the Walker's Point Music Hall uh, in just a couple days on the 31st for their event, Hip Hop Against Heroin. They are drinking the Paps Brewery Dry on June 14th. Product placement. Mm -hmm. And their latest album, or EP, is The Butterknife Effect, with the lead single, Probably Crazy. Thank you guys for being on the show. Dude, thanks for having us, man. Thank you, this dude. is super cool. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Man. I've seen like a bunch of other cool artists on the show, and I'm like, dude, this just looks like a good time. So. Mm. It's a great time, man. We just uh, sip some beers, chat it up. I like that. Talk about what's real in our lives these days. So, the theme of the show, uh, we talk about love and fear. Um, as creatives, um, you know, it's a, it's kind of like your the driving force as an artist to be, um, use, to be using love and fear as a way to express yourselves as, a, as an outlet, you know, to express things you, you know, can't, don't express otherwise. And especially with hip hop, um, I ha I've had a lot of hip hop artists on the show mm -hmm. and it's really amazing to see, you know, how they you know, turn feelings into words and how they, you know, really speak to, you know, people that have like similar struggles just through words and a beat, man. It's, in, it's incredible. And, um, I've seen you guys perform. Uh, the first time I saw you guys was at the Tonic Tavern mm. with, uh, Schleeberry. Shout, Shout, Shout out. Hey, that was turn. It's always, it's always turn with Schlee. Mm. I've given her so many shout outs on this show. Like, damn near every episode. This is your shout out. Yeah, this is a shot down. Yeah. Shot down. Oh. Shout, yeah. Shout down? Shout yeah. in? Shout in? I don't know. Uh, well, whatever the opposite of shout out is. I love you, Shlee. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, uh, so that was the first time I had um, heard you guys and met you guys, and it was a super fucking lit show. Oh, I was just watching how. Interactive you guys were of the crowd. They literally pulled um, Songs out of like a hat for what they were gonna perform. It was a picture. It was an empty <laughs> picture. Yeah. Ping pong balls uh, That was fun man. We just wanted we always try to change up our shows. Uh, we just want to make them Different yeah. but still just as dope as the last one, you know Definitely. Totally. You always want that kind of unique you, you know, especially when you do so many shows in the Milwaukee area You want to always have that that unique draw that brings people in, like makes them wonder, like, what the fuck are they gonna do next? Yeah. So that, yeah, that makes it a lot of fun. Should I wonder what we do next sometime? <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, it speaks a lot to your versatility too, because it's like if you can just, you know, pull a song out of a picture and then, you know, just bring that energy like on demand. Like, I mean, not all artists can do that. So thanks, man. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think that's kind of something we pride ourselves in. We. We try, you know, we don't really box ourselves in as far as um, what type of beats we like, what genre of music we like. So, you know, it, there's so many different influences that it's just like, fuck it, go for it, you know? For real. Also, I want to uh, um, acknowledge, uh, we have a, dude, these guys came prepared. They came with a whole ass cooler that's currently I actually need one. sitting right there. I would put it on the table, but it might break. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Keys is over here with his, uh, his 
button-up shirt. Uh, he looks like he's about to hit the 4th of July fireworks. Yeah, okay. Fancy over here, motherfuckers. We fancy. Never seen Yogi without the sunglasses. Neither have I. <laughs> Man, it's, it's... He sleeps in those. It's un, yeah, it's, un, it's unknown you what's know, under there. There's some really low eyes. You know, when I get super high, my eyes get like this big. I'll tell you what. You know, one time I took a... Whoa! 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 <laughs> one, time, one time at a Rick Ross concert, he pulled up his sunglasses and I had like never seen a dude without sunglasses and all of a sudden I was like, oh fuck, that's intimidating. He like stared through my soul, bro. So it's a good thing you got sunglasses. Makes you look, I don't want to look at any makes you look right more now. friendly. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna um, speak into our souls right now today. So I wanna like kind of start from the beginning. For sure. Uh, I wanna talk a little bit about just like your beginnings, you know, where did you guys start really first identifying with hip hop music and uh, how that eventually caused you guys to form together? Oh man, well, so I like always freestyled on like the bus and shit. Mm -hmm. So uh, I broke my hand, I always wanted to play guitar. I broke my wrist and I was in a cast for like a year and a half. Could not play guitar, so I was like, fuck it. Might as well just write some raps and I wrote some raps and I was like, dude, maybe I should play play a song, you know? And yeah. Then like here in the crowd and like I just fell in love, man, and it's my shit. And then I met Keezy on the east side at this party. Nice. And yeah. uh, he was spitting, I was spitting, I was like, yo, that shit's dope, bro. <laughs> just like that. That's yeah. exactly what happened. <laughs> and then yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh yeah, for me, I don't know, I guess I, there hip hop was always kind of a thing. Um, I remember being like young as hell and knowing all the words to Colt 45, but I wasn't allowed to swear at the time. Like, you had, you had my sisters it? were, I had to edit it, so I was literally like editing the whole song as I'm spinning it. It was like, Probably the first rap song most people knew all the words right? to. Right? Like, how can you not? 2001. Man, and then, um, I don't know, the older I got, the more, you know, you start to see like, Wayne and, you know, even like Eminem, Kanye, shit like that, like the early days of that shit, you know, and then, you start to explore like back back and you find out more about like the nwa's fucking tupac biggie you know ice cube type shit, legends, so. man. yeah it's just crazy yeah how did like the first uh like um first time you guys like so i know you guys said like you know you were freestyling and stuff so like what like when was the f when and where was the first time you guys like i performed as a duo uh, <laughs> was it was it the rave? No. It's, oh, oh yeah. Was it? It was like one of those side stage pay to play shows. Oh, uh, and I wasn't even like. Don't ever pay to play. I, I I wasn't even really rapping yet. We weren't a duo yet. I was more just kind of like, like a hype man. Yeah, I was sure, more just yeah. like helping them out and shit. And um, it was so funny, bro. Who was there that night? Like Yo Gotti or some shit. For sure, oh, Yo Gotti. Yeah. And it was a mismatch. You know, yeah. and like, like our fucking parents came to this shit. You know, yeah, it was we're like just a like, big deal. Oh, like, it was so, so long ago. It was, it was funny. Yeah, never, never paid to play. Fuck all of you that yeah. do that. Why flip off the cameras so much, man? They didn't do anything. Maybe a you know a, a shady venue. Hey man, they, it's they, like watching. You hey, know? it gets a reaction, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> They're like, hey. Yeah. This, who's this Dang guy? Keys. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say like the Ram is one hole of the first show to be playing, um, but it really wasn't. No. Yeah. It no. was like you know, I guess like the first real show was probably we set up a show in like South Milwaukee at this bar, and 
I remember we stopped the whole show to take dollar shots. Oh, dude, we were so drunk at the end of the show. Like, we weren't remembering our lines. Even when we were, you couldn't <laughs> understand what the fuck we were saying, dude. I mean, it was bad. We, like you said, he literally stopped the show because they announced dollar shots and we just like walked off stage, went to the bar for like 10, 15 minutes and then tried to like continue the show. It was totally a shit show, but it was like a really good lesson learned. <laughs> Definitely took our lumps. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, what's the like um, the writing process look like for you guys? Because I know you guys, you know, do a lot of you exchange, a lot of verses and whatnot. Sure. You, know, you guys like pepper each other, like you know. Um, yeah, how does that look like when you guys are working together? So when we write music, uh, we find the beat, and then we start with the chorus. So me and Keys will sit there and come up with the melody, and then we'll put words to it, and then we really just break off. And like he'll, he'll go write his shit, I'll go write my shit. Day and I'll sit on it for like a long ass time. Yeah, I wasn't start gonna bring like, that up. Start from like the back of the song and I'll. It's, Keys writes weird as hell, dude. Know, it's, like, it's like a. I just like write like line book, by line. Right. And then Keezy's all over him. I don't even know how he does it. I'm just like, dude. I don't even like, like write notes. It's because then I'm like, ah, it feels too concrete now, even though I can just delete it. No. Hmm. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah. I want to I want to hear like what the cuz I I I've talked to a lot of people about the relationship with like smoking and making music. Mm. Well, let's talk about drinking and making music cuz uh, <laughs> it it goes one way or another is, for a lot of people. It totally does. You know, it's you get to a point, you know, we we love to have a couple beers or, you know, pretty much any type of liquor or whatever. Um, 12 beers. Right. And so, you know, you start getting to like that point where you're like, you're just buzzing up where like, there's really no like filter and you don't like censor yourself. And then like, you start thinking freely and then the idea is to start fucking going. Yeah. Like, me and YB will write like three songs in a night if we can like keep that nice buzz. But once we keep going, once we start yeah, going yeah, over that, it's just, just a point where it's just a like, shit show. You look at something you wrote the next day and you're like, what the fuck does that this even is trash. mean? trash. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. Like, so there's a very fine line, like, I mean, we can do it sober too, but you know, what's, what's the I don't, When was the last time you wrote a song sober? I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I guess I couldn't tell you, but I'm sure there's had to be one in there somewhere. Man, that's why I like drinking on the show, because that's where the dicier questions start coming Yeah, out. let's like, go, man. You know, you just like, the inhibitions get lowered, and I'm just, you know, I, <laughs> I, it strangely helps you sort of, you know, phrase something a lot more, like, just, you know, clear, the, yeah, clear, clear and clear Zero cut. fucks given. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. No beating around the bush, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Um, so pissing in the bush, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's literally my walk home every time. Like, from, uh, <laughs> going from, uh, River West to East Side, literally every time I'm pissing in some bush. <laughs> Somebody's bush is getting pissed in. Right? Say, I'd be a liar. If you live on Center Street or Humble, chances are probably pissed in your bushes. <laughs> yeah, whichever one's, like, the most dead, I'm in front by the yeah, time. Yeah, that was me. Sorry. Yeah, all right. So, routine. talk about a little bit about the butter knife effect. Um, What's that? What does that mean? The butter knife <laughs> you know, I know the butterfly effect. Great movie, but so uh, when we came up with the butter knife effect, we had the six songs that are on it, and we love them. And we we're just like, let's just come up with a name that has absolutely no fucking idea what it like. It doesn't mean anything on the songs. Yeah. So then we were sitting there forever, just saying dumb shit. 
and I saw a Pretty butter knife <laughs> like somewhere. I was like, the butter knife effect. <laughs> and you know, and then it, when we first released it, we would tell people the most fucked up shit. Like, you know, it means like when you get a prostitute and you, she oh. comes back to your room oh, and then you fall asleep <laughs> and you wake up and your jewelry's gone type shit, that's the butter knife effect. And yeah. every single person I'd tell like a different weird ass story to. And eventually I, everyone kind of caught on. They're like, I, I don't think that's what that actually means. You know, fuck you. It was a very instinctive name. Yeah, and like the photo art was amazing. Shout out to Made Design. Um, but that picture, like, I feel like that like made the whole thing actually legit. Because otherwise it'd be stupid. I don't know. We're gonna like sword right. fight with big ass butter knives right. or something. I don't know. We, <laughs> we had, had like no the idea, dumbest right? ideas for right. this picture, dude. And like. Yeah. We just knew, you know, it was something that you would you'd read and you'd be like the butter knife effect. Like what the. Fuck does that even mean? You know, yeah. that kind of just like describes us in a nutshell when people talk to us or hear us. Uh, excuse me, bless you. So we're talking about the thematic material on this project. Um, you know, and I, I know you guys' first EP came out uh, three years ago now. Um, oh, fuck, it's been that long. Yeah, twenty sixteen. It's only been that long. Please, I'm like you. Fuck. So uh, I guess, um, how did you guys grow from one EP to another, and what's some of, what are some of the topics you guys touch on with this project? Man, you know, it's crazy because we we were living in California when we wrote Police and Liquor, okay. and you know, this I had never recorded in a studio really, and like I had never released a project except for like one song with him, which I don't even think is online anymore. Oh. You know, and um, so. The butternut effect was really us just kind of, I mean, you know, people call us party rabbit, whatever the fuck, I don't, you know, sure, yeah, whatever Works. you want to call it, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, so, and that was a lot of the vibes that we had being out in Cali, I mean, it was just, it was a great time. What part of Cali? Uh, South Southern Cali. Cali. Oh, sure. yeah. Never been, Garden always Drive. wanted to go. Beautiful. It the traffic beautiful. sucks. Traffic is the worst. Like the tacos are fucking top notch, oh, yeah. and the weather is perfect every day. Man, that's amazing. We need ah. some of that right now. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. And then, um, you know, going forward, then we took a long break from music because we were so focused on. We had a talk show, The Power Hour, where we would just get fucking lit, you know. Straight up. Um, and that started to take away from the music. <laughs> and kind of like strained our friendship and our relationship mm -hmm. so you know we kind of like had a, like a long talk like yo if we're gonna if we're gonna fucking do this shit we need to like go full speed at it you know and not cut corners and so i think that you know and plus finding a little bit of success from the butter knife or from please send liquor um you know you kind of start to see people for who they truly are and how things you know you start to see how the music industry works and right. I think a lot of that just the the growing up kind of but still being like those lovable drunk bastards yeah. you know is kind of portrayed on that for sure I couldn't have said it like that I don't know how I'd say it, but well, cheers. I'm good I don't, I'm glad I don't have to bro I um it's like living with someone you mm -hmm. see someone for you know who they are outside of the public eye. You know how they uh, treat their living space, how just their lifestyle just manifests, and it's like, you know, some people lock in with that, and some don't. Right. And yeah. you know, that's I, I think that that's a big thing that it teaches bands and and other you know outfits of like, 
you know, a lot about themselves and how they operate with other musicians when they're on the road constantly or when yeah. they're in a completely different setting uh, that they've never been in before. For um, sure. And it, yeah, it teaches you a lot about just like how you work on like, how you work under the, like the whole go, go, go yeah. lifestyle. For sure. And just how you respond to like foreign lands and shit. Right, you have to definitely be able to like work with other people whether it be, you know, uh, like your homie or a, a, a producer, you know, a venue, you have to be able to work with people and you need to be like adaptable as fuck, you know, cause shit's always changing. And if you're not doing something right, you can either blame everyone else or you can look at it and be like, yo, what am I doing wrong? Exactly. If yeah. a lot of people are telling you something, a lot of different people are telling you something, mm -hmm. then, you know, maybe you need to, Take a little consensus Some there. Fucking self-reflection for real, fucking dude. Insane, dude. I yeah. feel it, man. I I remember like all the shit I knew I needed to work on when I was growing up. Like when I finally like grew up and looked at inwardly at like, man, <laughs> this is all the fuck the, the fuck shit that like I do. <laughs> like it all, dude. I remember like when I would get those like report cards like in elementary school and like growing up. Like what my teachers would say about me, and they were like spot on, mm. <laughs> right? Right, yeah. dude. Like, damn, they just called that one. Didn't they? Mm. Can you beat me, bro? Yeah, for sure, bro, bro. bro. Um, yeah. So, um, so uh, you guys were in California. So, um, what made you guys uh, decide to come back home? Um, you know, I, we just feel like. If we can't like get Milwaukee behind us, like no city is gonna be behind us. So we don't like, deserve another yeah, city. Yeah, like if you know, if like if we're we not can't like rep Milwaukee like that, then right, right. You know, so we had to we had to come back and just do our thing here. And I'm happy, dude. I love I'm really Milwaukee happy so we did much. Too. Dude. Yeah, you guys are succeeding, dude. We um we kind of like told ourselves after uh, police and Laker, we're like, dude, we need to become more invested in the the local scene, not just the music, but you know, local business in general, and. So we kind of started making it a point, you know, going out to more shows, you know, going to the local festivals and just fucking really getting involved with the city. And I think it's paid off a lot. You know, we've met a lot of dope ass people. So many dope people. And we've, yeah. you know, we've been fucking blessed for like to get a lot of the opportunities that we've gotten. And um, it's just fucking nuts, dude. Like I would have never expected, you know, when we were in California that we would have ever been, you know, Jelling with the mill this well. At least I think we are. I don't know. You said jelling. If you don't like it, then <laughs> fuck jelling, you, you know? Do hey, flip off the camera again. Yeah, for real. It's been a while. But, yeah. <laughs> but I've noticed a lot of Milwaukee artists will do that. They'll move somewhere else for a little while, but they always end up coming back here. Like, they always, like, they'll experience, like, a new place uh, for a couple years or so, but a lot of them... It's kind of like uh, migrate back on to, you know, Cream City. Really, really? I don't know. I think it's like a mixture. I guess it depends on like where they're going and why they're going there. You yeah. know, like if it, as far as like artists who are, you know, trying to make it going out to like L.A. and shit. Um, you know, maybe they see it's they have a better chance in the middle. I don't know. Let's talk about you know some of the. Like the the reason why you initially reached out to me, you yes. like, man, I want to talk about this. Let's talk about hip hop against heroin because that's yeah. coming up in two days two now. Days. Yeah, yeah, it's Friday. like right around the fucking corner. Shit, dude. Well, we yeah, I I think that for one, like that it's pretty self-explanatory. You guys are um, 
bringing awareness to an extremely uh, um, lethal issue that's plaguing Milwaukee and surrounding areas right now. So talk about a little bit. Let's like you know it's nationally recognized. Like that. Is, have you known someone that's been affected by that? Okay, everyone. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, everyone. Sure everybody. Like you could walk down the street and ask every person. Like and nine times out of ten, they'd be like, "Yeah, dude, that shit." Junior yeah. year of high school, a friend of mine went to rehab for heroin. Fuck, dude. Seventeen years old. Holy it's fuck! It's like it's. I mean, it's terrifying that it affects people from you know such a you know a young and vulnerable age too. Fuck um, yeah! Dude. So. Um, I guess, like, um, with your guys' own personal experience, like, you know, with this, uh, on this topic of, like, the heroin opioid epidemic going on right now, like, um, yeah, I guess, like, what made you guys want to do this? We've been talking about doing this for, for like, like three ever, years dude. now. Yeah, you know, we've really, like, we've wanted to, to do something like this for a long time because everyone knows someone, and, like, I feel like the older you get, the more you just see people fucking dropping like flies, dude. And, and a lot of people, you know, you don't even hear about it because maybe they overdosed but didn't die, you know. So, like, there's a hell of people that go through this shit. And I just, you know, we got to a point where we were like, I feel like we have enough, enough of kind of like uh, a platform where we might be able to do some fucking good, you know, like, and we've been given a lot by this city, you know, a lot of opportunity, and it's just kind of, like, felt right. We wanted to do something to fucking give back. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really seen anything like this, you know, like, I feel like no one's, no one's really, like, raising awareness like that, and it's something we can definitely <laughs> help fix, you know, mm -hmm. and we should. Yeah. So, how is the event structured? Um, so we have, we partnered up with uh, a couple different people. Um, first, Fourth Dimension Sobriety, which is uh, right here in Milwaukee. Shout out Jason Gonzalez. Yes, yes Jason, sir. he's dope. Um, yeah, he has been super cool to work with. He, we reached out to him and said, yo, we want to put on this event, help raise money, you know, give treatment to people who want it but maybe can't afford it. Yeah. And then um, we want to, Preventative education for the youth. Right, yeah, we want to like be able to like, not like like a dare program where they say yeah. like, don't, you know, people are gonna offer you drugs. Yeah, your whole what life. do you just, say? Just <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Damn. but you know, it's not like that. And we want like real stories, you know, we want kids, yeah. you know, older kids, you know, cause the older you get, the, the more at risk you become. And you know, just let people know like, yo, like my friends are dead, you know what I'm saying? I almost died, it fucked my shit up. Yeah. And like, let them know, like, this is how it really is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll have we have super dope performers on the bill. So many dope yeah, performers. Here. They, what we got? King they, Miles. Yep, King Miles. Shout out King Miles. Real High Tribe in the fucking building. Yes, sir. Um, Delmar the poet. Also, who all, he reached out. out to us after we announced the show, um, and we had like one slot open. And he he reached out to us like ASAP, yeah, like right. within like dogs. a minute of the drop. He was like, "Yo, dude, this shit hits home with me." You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and I was like, cheers. "Oh, fuck yeah, dude!" So like, cheers to Delmar. We're geeked for that shit. Uh, fucking Nile, Nile, oh, like blowing the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Nile's great. He yeah. is getting the fuck Good off shit, right dude. now, bro. Yeah. And, you know, Vincent he, Van Great. Yeah, Vincent, Vincent. Van Great is Wait, gonna be one of the. 
Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I just saw them last weekend at Company Brewing. Yeah. They're, Vincent Van Gert's fantastic. He's the man, dude. Yeah. Shout out Vincent, bro. Super genuine dude. He is. He's taught us a lot and like, you know, we knew we wanted um, some bigger names on the bill, you know, just some strong voices that people would listen to, Yeah. you know, and um, so he fucking jumped on the opportunity, you know, he's oh, like, yeah. hell yeah, dude, you know, everyone has. And then we also have uh, DJ Mondo. Yep. Oh, um, spinning. Mondo's so, house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, that dude brings the fucking yeah. house down, man. For, for one, sure. also, dude has the funniest fucking Twitter. Mondo, you have great tweets. I stand your Twitter. I don't know if I even fucking follow him. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna have to follow you. Bro. I'm gonna follow you too, cuz. I, I, I like just started fucking with Twitter for real. Yeah. So, like, but, right. But okay. Mondo's really dope as well. Yep. Man, that is a real stack, though. Yeah, yeah dude. Man. It's it's gonna be a fun ass night, you know, and like it's a serious issue, and people, it, you know, it can become like awkward for people to talk about, but we want it to be like a fun environment where we can also be like, hey, by the way, fuck heroin, like don't do that shit. Yeah, do not right? do that shit, dude. Right. So it's gonna be, and then after that, it's just like drinks up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. And the well, I love Walker's Point Music Hall too. It's like yes. the dope. Oh, it's stage. a beautiful venue. The yeah. stage is so cool, man. Yeah. Like Jim, Jim uh, is Jim amazing. Rice. Yeah. I've heard. It, is he the one who runs it? Yeah. yeah. He, I've heard he like really like actually gives a shit about dude, the music. Dude, he does. He gives it's the crazy. most shit about the music. It's dude. crazy, man. You know, I just had a good talk with him today. He's he's just Shout so. You know, he wants to see, like, Milwaukee succeed, like, as a whole. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he, seriously, like, he, he doesn't charge, you know, for, like, you know, using the sound engineer or whatever. Like, he's, wow. he just wants there to be dope music, you yeah. know, in Milwaukee. He wants local business to get involved. He, he's a cool fucking dude. He helped us out a lot. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I think that the cause that you guys are, are um, you know, shedding light on with this event is it it speaks to like even much bigger overarching issues too with just how fucked up our healthcare system is and like the pharmaceutical companies and how it's, a lot of it is all about money man like, Fuck yeah, money. Dude. people profit off of like these companies profit off of the addictiveness of you know, these, yeah, these drugs sure, like you know you you got the opioid drugs that have become gateways to heroin and shit and like you know like you can it's it's at the point and this is the most fucked up but true part about it is it's at the point where it's not hard at all to find a story or find a, a documentary based oh, on someone's personal experience right like for real it's like almost like normal you know what i'm saying it's like normal how how often you see the shit where right. people don't really react to it much anymore because it's like oh Another one. But just like things like school shootings, we cannot be desensitized to these fucked up issues. Facts. We Facts. cannot, we can't, like, man, we have to do everything we can to not be numb to these things. Right. And I think that especially because you guys are presenting your cause with, you know, a very, with a fun and interactive event that's also towards something that is greatly beneficial for people in need. Like, you know, I, I think that, you know, if there's any way to do it, it's that. Yeah. Dude, thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. you know, just trying to, like, make the message stick, really. Mm. Um, yeah. It's going to be a fucking good ass. Uh, well, yes. Beer I'll me. take one, too, man. Fantastic. Yeah, it sucks. I'm, like, losing my voice. <laughs> and um, that shit scares me. Because it won't stop talking. It's just like, it won't come back. <laughs> Everything leaves me. <laughs>
Just oh, another thing that leaves. All in due time. <laughs> so, um, so on that note, um, like we mentioned earlier, um, tell me a little about a bit about this Pabst Brewery event that's coming up. Uh, Drinking the Pabst Brewery Dry. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna fucking try it. We're this is, this is shout out Alan. I yeah, think that that's a yeah, brilliant man. idea. I agree. I'm you excited. Know, he he told us. He told us. He hit us up like, yo. Um, we want to know if you want to play the Pabst Brewery, and you know, once we both got resuscitated, you know what I'm saying? Like we were like, <laughs> it's fuck. always been a dream. We were like, fuck yeah, dude. You know, I've been drinking PBRs since. Well, I'm not gonna say how long. Um, no shame in that, man. Yeah, but well before. And then he told us the name, and I'm like, bet. And then he was like, <laughs> he's like, we also want uh, Niall and Von Alexander on the bill. We're like, Ooh. bet, like yeah, set the shit up real, now, man. dude. Like for real, that's gonna yeah. be a fun show. I can't wait, man. June 14th. June 14th. Yep, and that'll be actually a couple days after we drop our new EP. Okay. Public appearance. Okay. Public appearance. Let's hear yeah. about. Man, we got so many things to hear about. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so we we just dropped a trailer for our new music video with Schleyberry. Just shout out Schley. Today. Yeah, yeah. God, this time's the shout out. Yeah, for real. Please, I can't get away from this broad. Well, I just had uh, Roger and uh, Gonzalez on the show the other night, and how's he doing? He's great. I love man, that man. Fucking man, we, we are so feeling dope. good. We are sitting and well, we. Talk about Schlee. I talked about Schlee with Eli Jesus Stones Christ, and uh, Spades last week. Talked about Schlee with, um, well, I had Schlee on the show about a month ago. You just call this the Schlee Berry Yeah, this is, like the, yeah right. this is the shout out Schlee show. But, um, so, you did the video with her. Yeah, it, it's literally like a fucking thriller horror movie, dude. Okay. It is, it's way more uh, cinematic, uh, theatrical yep. than we've done. You know, we didn't want to do another video of us just you know, sitting there spitting our verses with, a, you know, with our homies or with like a party behind us, you know, we've done that before, it's cool, um, but we really wanted to take the video game up to the next level, so it's like a whole fucking Production. hostage yeah. situation, it's yeah. crazy, wow. dude, it's makeup. So cool. First time I ever had makeup on, dude, yeah, it, it, it was pretty fucking cool, like, First I'd time, probably yeah. do it again. Oh yeah, dude, I fuck with makeup, makeup <laughs> stuff. No. It, it just puts, it gives you a, it just Brings out a new uh, component to yourself you don't. Oh man, you know, it was crazy. You know, we had fake blood. We had, it was a, uh, you know, we, we got stopped by the cops. Shout out, Flam Man for letting Shout us use out his barn. Shout out, for letting us use his sketchy barn. Sketchy um, as fuck, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and it's the whole project um, is. It's. I feel like it's like a little bit of. I can't like her with a little bit of butternut yeah, effect, but it's but it's also like completely neither different. of them, right? It's also like neither of them. It's so all. hard to. Uh, we got a key sing track on there. Oh yeah, I'll okay. Be, I'll be singing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds gorgeous. Uh, we got do re mi type <laughs> fire. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, for real, dude. Um, <laughs> we got two tracks. Uh, Produced by Vincent Van Great on there. Shout out Vincent Van Great. He's again. featured on one. It's gonna be dope. Uh, we're shooting our next music video Sunday for a song that Charlie Cooks produced. Shout out. Ooh, shout yes. Shout out Charlie Cooks. It's man. gonna be dope. It's gonna be so much fun. It's fantastic. So I wanna, I wanna like um, hear about how, like, how did, like, when, so obviously, like, you know, you guys are a pretty like well-known, established hip-hop duo in the city, oh, and thank you, dude. you're welcome. <laughs> and um, 
man, people have a ton of fun at your shows. How does it impact you when someone tells you like, man, that was a really fucking fun show? Like what's... It, it feels really good. It does. Yeah, dude. You, like, know, I, you know, we're always the first to be like, oh, we did this wrong. You know, we could have done this better. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, it's, it's for the fans, you know? Because, like, without the fans, there's not shit going on for, for us. Sure. Like, there's, there's, like, no reason to do this if dude. people don't like it. Straight up. And uh, so when people say we do good and shit, it just, like, warms my heart, bro. It makes me want to, like, get back in there and, like, do it better. So the next time mm -hmm. they see it, they're like... I didn't think you could do it better, but you did. And then I gotta do it better after that. <laughs> and then at some point we gotta peak, but not now. It's really cool to hear it um, from other artists, you know, yeah. that you respect because it's, you know, hearing something from an artist standpoint is, is totally different, you know, because yeah. you'll, you'll think about the production and, and the marketing, you know, you'll go into the whole music business mindset. But to hear, you know, dude, that was dope from an artist, you know, one of your yeah. peers, you're like, yeah. Right. You know, well, like, I've, I've nice you up a little bit. It definitely like it's like people won't like it's like people won't know unless you make a big deal out of like your mistakes. You know, it's like yeah. people don't like people aren't gonna point shit out unless like kind of you point it out and like you know make for a big sure. deal out of it. And you're sure. like, man, I fucked that up. Like yeah. shit, and like you stumble <laughs> on it. Like it's like if you just kind of. You know, play it off, move forward, off, and just man. do it better next time. Then got yeah. to. That's just gotta keep walking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't look back, especially during like a show. You just right. Fucking go on to the next one. Try again mm -hmm. another time. It, it's crazy. Like I feel like no people don't realize like how close Milwaukee is to like blowing up musically. It could happen literally like yeah, yeah for real. And there's like so much talent. It's crazy because like. I would say like 90% of the music we listen to that's, you know, like when we're not writing music is music. local fucking shit. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's phenomenal. And so it's cool to see like people that like, you know, fuck with other artists and, you oh, know, yeah. spread that, that fucking support. I also just love, <coughs> particularly like, man, I, like I love like going to all kinds of hip hop shows, but like seeing a duo show is super fun. Like, I mm. mean, shout out Gorilla Ghost. Shout out um, Higher Power. Like, mm -hmm. sure those guys are really good. Right. I probably couldn't do it if it was just me. Like, I'd fuck that shit up sideways. It's cool. In a know. bad way, not even in a good way. You know. It, you know, it's crazy. Like, we'll go through. We'll go through. Uh, you know, we'll rehearse for a show, and we'll be like, "Oh, we're gonna do this when the, when this comes up," and then it gets the show and something totally different fucking happens but we're still just bouncing off each other like just going ape shit right. we're like it's cool like you know once you get that kind of natural synergy dude where you know nowadays like i'll fucking tell you when he's got to take a piss probably like five minutes, you know what i'm saying like it becomes queued up <laughs> it becomes part of the show damn right so, all right yeah so um as uh we're gonna close out um so Keys, I'll start with you. What keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Uh, the fact that I don't want to wake up and go to work in the morning. And and I write like my best music late, late, late at night. Yeah. I'm like a midnight to three o'clock music Those writer. Those racing thoughts, man. Yeah, dude. Man, it's a whole mood right there. I fucking love it. Yogi B. Yes, sir. What keeps you up at night? You know... Booze. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> straight up, though, I, I don't know, dude. Just, like, I definitely do not want to go, like, to be a carpenter the next day type shit. 
Yeah, so that sucks. Uh, but yeah, besides that, like just weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what am I supposed to say? Sativa. <laughs> My dreams. Yeah. <laughs> My dreams of you becoming the next icon. Some cliche deep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shit. I mean, people people give me very people give me varied answers with that. Some people give a really like you know blunt like face value answer. Some people get deep and shit. But, That's fair. I respect. Uh, but what puts you to sleep? Uh, not weed, honestly. Like, <laughs> weed like wakes me the fuck up. Honestly, it's just like I just can't stay awake anymore. I'm like, dude, I think we've had like a decently productive day. I'm like, literally falling asleep in this fucking chair. I think it's time for me to give in and wake up and go be a fucking carpenter. Yeah, usually just like we usually like don't eat, and then like after we're done making music, it's like eleven, and we just go like just like eat a fuck ton of food, and I'm just like, I'm tired as fuck, and that's what puts me to sleep. <laughs> Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Appreciate um, you, man. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me. Thank us, you, bro. guys. For real, dude. Thank this is fun as fuck. Remember, um, we got, uh, on Friday, the Hip Hop Against Heroin. We've got, uh, yeah, their, their show at the Pest Brewery and Tap Room on June 14th, and also look out for public, public appearance. Music days. video drops on next Tuesday, June 4th. Keep your eyes open. Yeah. 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 Ah.